0: Funding for this podcast comes from MathWorks, creators of MATLAB and Simulink Software, accelerating the pace of engineering and science. Learn more at mathworks.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. They're like, if casual and cool, had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Produced by the iLab at WBUR, Boston.
1: It's snack time, baby. Are you guys ready to snack? Always ready to snack.
2: Snack time. I've been delaying my actual snack until after we record this so that I don't have like popcorn particles snack all up in my biz when I'm just snacking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that band from the um, 90s? Snack Math? <laughs> the 90s and 2000s?
2: Classic. So, snack time, you know this. This is when we jump through some of our favorite posts that we've seen on Reddit recently and, uh, They just feel a little more snack-sized than our usual meal-sized episodes.
1: This is a a rare threefer. Josh. Here I am. Endless thread producer Josh. Yeah. I like snacks. Welcome.
3: Thank you. I feel like in that spirit, Josh should kick it off. What do you think? Love it. I think you guys are going to really like this snack. I'm just going to say that up top.
1: Okay. Let's
3: go. A
2: little cocky. All (laughs) right.
3: You're setting yourself up for failure. (laughs) I'm going to start with a question for you guys. When you were growing up, did you ever believe in Santa Claus or the Easter bunny or anything like that? No. I
1: did, in fact, believe in Santa Claus, Josh, and I believed for a really long time because my parents had an unfair advantage on me. They got their neighbor to come over when I was like three years old and dress up as Santa Claus in the middle of the night. And they all woke me up. My parents and my brother woke me up and like brought me into the living room to spy on Santa Claus while he was putting toys out. And I basically believed in Santa (laughs) Claus for as long as possible because of that. I'd seen
3: him with my own eyes. That's perfect because this story will really resonate with you, I think. Nice. Nice. Um, All right. I'm going to save the headline for the end and I'm just going to start in on the post. Since our daughter was five and my wife and I first started reading her the Harry Potter books, we have told her that she is a witch and that the wizarding world is real. She is almost eight and as her questions have gotten deeper, we've kept building the illusion with more details about our family genealogy and its connection to book characters, stories about times we used magic and the life and moral lessons we learned about it. She has processed many difficult subjects like racism, climate change, and even the coronavirus through this lens. Wow. Before other parents judge or lecture, we know it's gaslighting and that eventually she'll have to be disappointed and have trust issues with us when she learns the truth. We justify it by saying that we are adding magic to her childhood and giving her motivation to reach her full magical potential. We've asked serious questions of her teachers And they think it's more awesome and creative than damaging. At the very worst case, my take is that it's analogous to children being raised to believe that traditional religious stories are true and that when the truth hits, it will teach her to ask critical questions and not accept everything she hears or reads at face value. The headline of the post is, Raised our seven-year-old to believe she is a witch and the wizarding world is real. Need ideas to help keep the magic alive. Thoughts.
1: I'm going to say that these people are just like putting themselves into a world of hurt. It's like you like I, I I like the spirit of what they're doing, but I just think, do you say like it's not a big deal that I embezzled all that money because I stopped? <laughs> do you know what I mean?
2: I'm trying to think back to what my own parents did growing up with just in terms of things that you you know are not real but you want to keep the magic alive for the kids a little bit. And I think my parents always kind of they didn't outright say that there is no Santa Claus or there is no Easter Bunny, but they they definitely there was definitely like a wink and a nod when talking about um yeah, the Easter Bunny came wink <laughs> wink, you know. And then and then they knew where all the eggs were had been hidden. So I think ambiguity is probably the approach that I would take, not having any children of my own and not being qualified to uh, to really speak to what the right answer is here. Well,
3: I don't mean to expose you both to the world, but don't you think part of your skepticism is coming from the fact that you both hate Harry Potter? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hate is a strong word. I am indifferent. Yeah.
1: Like wizards, the truth arrives exactly when it means to, and all of my true Lord of the Rings stands will know just what I'm talking about. Nerd. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. They're entering a world
2: of hurt. Well, I have a snack that has to do with a world of hurt. Perfect.
1: (laughs) Great transition. (laughs) It's just what we need. (laughs) Perfect. All right, let's hear it.
2: Okay, so my snack starts with a a quick personal anecdote, which is that my freshman year of college, one of my roommates at the time was going through a breakup. And one of the ways she coped with this breakup was to listen to a specific song on repeat pretty loudly. And it was that Timbaland One Republic song that's like, it's too late to apologize. (laughs) (laughs) too late! You know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: that reminds me of that Snack Mouth song. Oh, never mind. (laughs)
2: That was good, Ben. Thanks. Um, So in a similar vein, my Snack comes from the Unsent Letters community, which is a new favorite of mine. And and we learned about it from The Yellow Rose, who we featured in our Black Lives Matter episode, because she's one of the moderators of this community. And it is what it sounds like: people post letters that they don't intend to send to their recipient, but that are important for them to put down in writing for one reason or another. So, uh, a redditor who goes by a fluffy souffle, <laughs> which, which is great, made a post titled "Dear Neighbor Who Listens to Billie Eilish on Repeat Every Evening," and the post says. I don't know what a person has to be going through to listen to Billie Eilish's When the Party's Over seven to 15 times every day at 6 p.m., but you seem to be going through it. Thanks to you, I know every lyric. I sing along with you sometimes, but you'll never know. We're connected, man. I worry about you. They go on to write, if you want, you can get YouTube premium free for one month and then maybe we can listen to Bad Guy. Or if you're, if you're more into sad songs, I've got a breakup playlist that we can listen to. Heck, bro, when they get this vaccine done, I'll even give you a hug. I'll do anything, anything for you if you could just play any other song. Yours truly, your now sad neighbor. So, first of all, I had never heard this Billie Eilish song before. Have you guys heard this, When the Party's Over? I don't think so.
1: No, I, I've only heard Bad Guy. But that's because I listen to it 16 times a day.
2: <laughs> no time for any other songs. That's right. <laughs> um, but I just listened to it for the first time right before this, and yep, that'll do the job if you've just broken up. Um, it's, it's haunting and it's lovely, although I don't recommend the music video if you're squeamish about eye things like I am, so I'll just put that disclaimer in here. And I wanted to mention this post because... A lot of the posts on unsent letters are letters that really might be better left unsent, you know, like a letter to an old ex that you really probably shouldn't get back in touch Mm -hmm. with. But this is a letter that I think this person should send. Yeah. And and I think I think this person should make a mixtape for their neighbor if that's still a thing or like a, a Spotify playlist or or maybe they could gift their neighbor that YouTube Premium account, so he could listen to something else.
3: Just play some competing music.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I just I, there's never a good time to feel emotionally alone in the world, but this definitely isn't it. And I think the gesture of reaching out in some way and and like actually saying we're connected, man, could mean a lot to this neighbor. So yeah, I agree. A fluffy souffle. Yeah, if you're listening to this, just give that some thought. And if anyone else needs like a, a breakup mixtape. I'll make one. I'll make a playlist. I'll shoot, I'll put one on our subreddit or wherever.
1: It's very it's an empathetic post, Yeah. which I think is, is sort of rare in some ways on the Internet that you're like simultaneously talking about something that is incredibly aggravating, but also like understanding the person who is aggravating you. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's something we should all try to live up to.
2: Yeah. And and for my former college roommate, also right before this, I listened to that song, Apologize, and just poured one out for her. I hear you, broken hearts.
3: <laughs> I gotta say, before I knew how sad that particular Billie Eilish song is, I could have sworn that the neighbor that the person was describing in the post was my dad who I recently learned is a huge Billie <laughs> Eilish fan, and the thought of this, like, middle-aged man just, like, listening to this teenager's music is, it just make, made my day.
2: Check in on your dad. <laughs> Papa Swartz is going through something. Yeah, yeah. He's
3: okay. He's okay. It's like that Snack Mouth song
1: says... just keep doing that?
2: <laughs> hey, now, you're an all-star. <laughs> Get your snack on. <laughs> Get your snack on. <laughs>
0: To refresh your closet, home, or beauty routine this spring? Walmart's got all the stylish goods in one stop. From chic new looks and the latest makeup to quality furniture and tableware. Go to Walmart.com slash now trending. That's Walmart.com slash now trending for the hottest fashion, home, and beauty finds. Your style at Walmart.
1: Hell yeah. This is from the Relationship Advice subreddit, which, as we all know, is a veritable platinum mine of train wrecks. hmm I'm just going to start with the post. I've been living with my boyfriend for about seven months. Two weeks ago, he sat me down and presented a PowerPoint presentation with his business idea. I knew he'd been working on an idea, but he didn't want to tell me about it until it was finished. Based on his enthusiasm and his prior seemingly intelligent nature, I thought maybe it'd be a pretty cool idea. You guys ready? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I cannot wait. I cannot wait.
1: Instead, he presented to me an idea about soup tubes. What? (laughs) The idea, if you can call it that, is to construct a series of tubes throughout our city— that leads to centralized soup kitchens. For a monthly subscription, a customer can, quote, subscribe to a tube of soup. And a tube <laughs> extension would be built off the nearest mainline what? tube and directly into the customer apartment or home. What? Oh, my God.
2: This is a time when... You know, you have to like think twice before ordering takeout from a restaurant. Yeah, you're <laughs> just gonna guy, drink just soup out of a
1: tube. that's coming into your house. Soup
2: out of a out of a communal tube. You have your own little mouthpiece, I'm guessing, but it's a communal vat of soup.
3: Uh, also, like we're all we're all in New England, and so you know that the communal soup would be clam chowder, which chowda. just makes it extra gross. Chowder, got to keep that chowder hot, coming through the tubes. <laughs>
1: So the person, the woman, who is apparently a 25-year-old female, sort of asks the boyfriend, 25-year-old male, if he's, like, pulling her leg. (laughs) And um, he's apparently completely sincere. (laughs) He then asked me how much I wanted to invest, and I told him nothing. And he looked absolutely heartbroken. Oh. Since since then, almost every day, he is asked again for me to invest and keeps trying to sell me on the idea. He is also doing the same thing to a lot of his friends. It is starting to drive me up the wall. First, I'm at a loss as to how he can believe such a stupid idea is worthwhile. Second, it really is goddamned annoying to be asked on a daily basis to invest in a system of soup tubes. And third, I'm also concerned for his sanity. Other than his apparent obsession with this, though, he has shown no no other signs. I would like some advice as to how I can reason with him or whether I should even continue this relationship.
3: It's honestly so hard to believe that he showed no other signs. Like, it's gotta be some, gotta be a trail. Yeah. I mean, if it's all soup based, maybe he's just.
1: Got a genius idea that nobody can get on board with because he's a genius and nobody else is.
2: I mean, Mr. Souptube, you're so young. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have so many good ideas ahead of you in the years to come. And Ms. Souptube, maybe just suggest that he look for other investors and see like, well, of course I'm I'm your your partner. Like I uh, I Of course I'm on board, mm. but let's see who else we can get on board. Because my support doesn't matter. But if we can get some actual investors on board, that's when you know yeah. you have something.
1: Also, just get a meeting with Larry David, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just He's, the, yeah, maybe, he's maybe your <laughs> demo, I feel. Or, yeah, and if it doesn't turn into... If SoupTube doesn't become a reality, I feel like it's a great plot for a sitcom. Or like a YouTube
3: channel, like a a YouTube channel just called SoupTube.
1: Oh, SoupTube. I love it. That's great. Let's bank that. Keep this out of the episode so we can start that channel right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that is this week's snack time. Hope you enjoyed.
2: Snack time, soup time, snack mouth. We'll be back in your feed next week with a regular episode, a full meal-sized episode for you. Until then, Bye. Bye. bye.